What's up, everybody, and welcome to the 90s First Podcasting Network. My name is Mike, and alongside my co-host, Joe, we take a look at some 90s content that we just can't stop watching. Join us on our flagship show, The 90s First Show. We look at some 90s content that Joe and I are watching, as well as some current stuff, and we end it with a 90s trivia contest. Or join us on Test Your Might, a video game debate show where we battle it out on the current news. Joe hosts as our good buddy Cicero and I try to get the high ground and go 1000 IQ against each other. If you would like to connect with us, we are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the 90s first. And finally, if you would like to support us monetarily, we have a Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com slash the 90s first to show general support for as little as a dollar a month. So whether you're listening to the 90s first show or test your might, Joe and I would like to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We hope that you have a blessed day. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the 90s first show. Hey, the first one of the year. And man, it's been a pleasure to uh, plan all this and get all the new content uh, ready for our flagship show. And so I want to welcome you guys here. Thank you for listening. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy days, busy schedules. And so, as always, let's do some introductions. We got our good friend, okay? <laughs> we got my co-host in Jelly. How you doing, Jelly, today? I'm doing wonderful, absolutely wonderful, just great, great, and wonderful. Okay, so wonderful. How about you? <laughs> doing good, doing good. Thank you for asking. And then we have a special guest today. We actually delayed the episode a little bit so that he could join us, um, and it's our good friend. We call him call him Rubber Doug in the gaming world, but uh, is my good high school friend, Justin. How are you doing today, Justin? I am doing just peachy. Just peachy. Okay. Uh, if you guys don't know, Justin was one of the original supporters of the Patreon and uh, just really loves our content, and so we're super glad and uh, happy to to have him on the on the show. So, and plus, he loves '90s content as well. So, it's I am good a 90s that you're here. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. As uh, if you guys uh, watched uh, or listened to one of our episodes recently, we did kind of a small 20-minute update as to where this show is going to be going. And so uh, we're not necessarily going to be talking about the first episode of certain 90s TV shows anymore, but rather we're just going to bring up some of the 90s content that we have been watching. Uh, every two weeks when, when an episode records, uh, we will we'll be talking about something that we've watched, either read or... Um, or listen to even um, Jelly was talking about some music the other day, so maybe he'll, maybe he'll talk about that at some point. I'll touch on it. <laughs> but regardless, our first segment, our new segment, is called the '90s first segment. So, gentlemen, let's talk about something '90s that you have consumed recently. And guest of honor, we'll start with you, Justin. What what do you want to talk about? What do you want to bring to the table that you watched recently about the you '90s? Know, I've been uh, I've been watching a lot of '90s movies actually. Uh, Jelly. And listening to the podcast has got me into it, and I've just been retracing steps in movies and TV that I've, and music that I've been listening to my whole life, and uh, I've been going through a lot of the old romantic comedies um, lately, like the old Julia Roberts, the old Richard Gere's, 
the, uh, <laughs> Great the older comedies, the good comedies. Uh, picked up the Back to the Future 4K set and started watching that. So that's pretty nice. Uh, and uh, music-wise, I went through uh, Apple Music and uh, I've been <laughs> I've been listening to uh, the classic R&B songs from the 90s. So, like, the classic good ones. The, the ones that started R&B. Uh, Missy Elliott's in there, you know, like the old school good music. Oh, for man. Mm-hmm. So uh, what would you like to highlight? Like just what what's one specific thing that really caught your eye and what do you want to talk about today? The unique storylines in these movies. It's not all a redone movie. It's not all a reboot. It is classic storylines that were unique at the time. And each movie is different than the last one it's not all the same all right so you yeah you you did a you did a romantic comedy what's what's the best one that you've watched recently uh i i I think i'm gonna have to go with pretty woman uh great choice pretty woman is definitely up there uh with romantic comedies it's and a that good came movie. out in 1990, so <laughs> it just hits the just hits the mark. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, our criteria. It's got to be in '90. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm at the far other end of that spectrum, just barely making it. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. Actually, I think I think I'm or no, I kind of I think I'm in the middle. But uh, regardless, uh, so Pretty Woman. Uh, what's what are some memories that you have about that movie? What what stands out? Um, huge mistake. You know, big mistake. Huge. Uh, you know the low the lower person and the lower class treating the upper class uh you know kind of like what we have with gamestop right now uh but you know what, it, what? It is, uh, it's it's good you know it, it is don't judge a book by the cover you know you don't know what is in their pocket yeah you know? I remember I remember watching that movie with my mom. My mom is the biggest Richard Gere fan that I know. Just <laughs> has all the VHS tapes of every single movie that he's ever been in. Oh yeah. Um, you know, from back in the day. I'm sure she has a couple DVDs. <laughs> but um but yeah, she she showed, you know, I watched Pretty in Pink, um or not Pretty in Pink. Um Pretty Woman. Sorry, Pretty Woman. TV. There we go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I watched Pretty I Woman um with with my mom and you know, she she'd be she'd be just on her Richard Gear kicks, right? Um and and honestly, you know, some of those some of those movies are pretty pretty good. Um and so Pretty Woman is uh, probably on top of that list, you know, as as one of one of Richard Gere's best, as well as Julia mm-hmm. Roberts. Jelly, what what do you got on uh, Pretty Woman? Uh yo, so I've seen it a few times. It is not my favorite. I'm not the biggest not Julia Roberts either. fan. Uh, but it wasn't <laughs> a bad movie. I remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember. I remember being. Uh, you know, probably way too young to have watched it when I first watched it. I'm I'm sure I was probably under 10 and (laughs) we didn't really have uh guidelines for what movies we couldn't couldn't watch in our house if they were wholesome family friendly which this one mostly is uh it was it was allowed uh as you very well know mike my kids watch jurassic park with me because that's obviously a wholesome Mm -hmm. family fun movie oh yeah uh Mm -hmm. that is not what i'm talking about today because that was 93 and i'm at the other end of the spectrum but (laughs) Pretty Woman was a great movie, great film. Obviously, touches on those uh, don't judge a book by cover themes, and uh, also the. I noticed the age 
gap between Julia Roberts oh, and Richard yeah. Gere, which is, uh, in my opinion, significant, but ironic that I also happen to have married someone older than me with not a huge significant age gap, but I think around the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's something that uh, that hits a little closer to home now that I'm an adult. Um, but yeah, just good movie overall. I think uh, I think it would rate high in the '90s rom. Not it's kind of a comedy. Maybe high in the '90s rom com category for me. Mm-hmm. Might break top ten. Ooh, <laughs> top oh, ten <yeah>. rom com. <laughs> Doesn't got any yeah, got anything else movies. on it. What? Uh, what <laughs> i said i said do you have anything else on pretty woman <laughs> uh you know like i i do understand the uh age gap there but uh i think the thematic elements of not judging someone based on their past and seeing what they can become and flourish into something beautiful uh no one is tied down by their past and if you have the goal set in place you can become anything you want and that's what she did Obviously, the much more prominent theme in that movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, anyway, Jelly, what do you have? What do you have from the 90s that you want to chat about? Uh, so I'm rewatching Star Wars, <laughs> which means that I had to start at the beginning. And I mean, uh, beginning time uh, timeline wise. So chronologically. Oh. Uh, yeah, I watched, well, yeah, not release order, chronological. So I watched Phantom Menace, which was and wasn't as bad as I remember it. Uh, and, in both aspects, it was, it was better in some parts and then worse in others. So it was about as, as good as it could be for being Phantom Menace, but it was good. It was a good movie and, uh, it had all the nostalgia. So I think that helps a lot, especially for me. Uh, because I happened to be nine years old and a huge Star Wars nerd. Uh, mm-hmm. When this came out, I fell in love with it. And as I've rewatched it over the years as an adult, I've fallen out of love with it. And then as I continue to go through the series and watch uh, the Attack of the Clones and stuff like that, it it hurts and you know cuts that wound and opens it up even more. But Phantom Menace wasn't that bad. Qui-Gon was pretty cool. Oh, uh, we got we got you and Obi Wan who was great. Uh, yeah, Liam Neeson, Qui Gon was good. Uh, we can look past a lot of the really bad acting uh, and enjoy Annie's. Annie did really good. Whoever that kid is who played Annie, and I should have looked his name up, but he did well. Uh, way better than uh, Padme, who was uh, what's her face, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Yes, thank you. Who was terrible, uh, <laughs> and that's that's being gracious. So yeah, it was it was good. It had some uh, <laughs> Mike, you disagree with that statement? <laughs> Nat- Natalie Portman is always good in my opinion. I think she's a good actress. But even in Phantom Menace? When was the last time you watched Phantom Menace? It's been it's been a minute. I'll, I'll okay. say that. <laughs> I've recently watched it as well, Joey. Um I I went through chronologically like you're doing. Yeah. Right before Mike and I saw the final, and then again after that with with uh with Kenzie I'm going through it. And this last watch of the prequel trilogy, I've grown a different look on it. And I actually enjoyed watching all three of them. I used to hate Attack of the Clones with passion. 
and uh yeah i can't watch it from a different point of view just seeing it as that trilogy i think it was it was well done there's really good parts in attack of the clones Uh, i i enjoyed it thoroughly i uh the phantom menace was the only one i've seen in theaters in 3d because they released it in 3d yeah and to see pod racing pretty cool yeah under a different light (laughs) (laughs) a good light uh it was good and and i'll never I don't think I ever. I don't think I hated them. I don't hate any of them. I love them all. You know. I dislike clones, <laughs> and it's um, not the movie yeah. that I dislike. It's the acting by Hayden Christensen and uh, Natalie Portman that ruined it. Because you didn't. Didn't he win the Oscar and, that year? Best Best Actor. Get out of here. <laughs> Bull, I mean, maybe the <laughs> no, way the way they give Oscars out now. <laughs> he didn't. Um, I, Phantom Menace, man. Uh, it is it is the first movie that I can remember going to the theaters for. And I remember that my aunt, uh, she took me and my two cousins to go see Phantom Menace. And it was a tradition. Uh, that That is what started a tradition on uh, my birthday on our birthdays um so we would uh we would go and see uh see a movie on our birthdays so um phantom menace was one of the first ones uh that i can remember seeing in theaters and that is why i hold it to such high esteem um i think i will argue that it's the best of the prequel trilogy um and i will argue that uh maybe whatever you can at me i don't care but i got two words for you darth maul you know that's all i have to say (laughs) okay okay i got two more words pod racing that's all i got to say i've got one word look i agree my favorite darth maul's your favorite sith (laughs) yeah but I, i don't i don't i think revenge of the sith was much much better because it was the finale to the prequels and you saw Anakin really change a lot during that film. Yeah, I, I, I can get behind wow. Revenge of the Sith. I think that there are some brilliant moments in that movie. Um, but you know, Phantom Menace is just—it's just always held a high esteem into in my mind and in my heart. Um, not only because it's the first one uh, that that I've ever seen. It's, uh, you know, but it's, it's you know. It has such a good story to me. Um, I don't know why. So, question: When you say first one you've ever seen, do you mean that was the first Star Wars film you ever saw, or the the first one you saw in theaters? You you have to remember that I am six years old, so I don't I don't necessarily know if I actually if I don't actually remember if I watched the original trilogy before I've seen Phantom Menace because I was six. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. uh, Joey and I seven. are on a different pedestal because it came out seeing those originals. Uh, yeah, it came out December, right? It was a December release of '99, so you would have seen it. I well, whatever. Seven, I was seven, day. six, seven years old, whatever. Like all I'm the, saying what, is, I have an eight-year-old, and he knows what movies he's seen. <laughs> I'm. Yeah, because that's in his recent memory. I am th- almost 30. <laughs> yeah, he was six two years ago, bro. Uh, <laughs> All any- two years. <laughs> I, like anyway, I love Phantom Menace. Um, and you, the music is great in that as well. Obviously, John Williams kills it again. Yeah, it's a John Williams um, score, yeah. Can't, yeah. It's hard but, to rival. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's very good. <laughs> 
but yeah, that's what I watched, and I will be continuing to watch, well, now 2000s content. Yes. <laughs> Justin, got anything else on Phantom Menace? I, I agree with you where it's it's a complete film. It has a hook. It has a finale. Um, I grew up with the originals, uh, watching them on VHS tapes. I had a collector set. I watched them on um, Laserdisc. Uh, so I, I grew up watching the originals uh, before VHS was a thing. And Phantom came out on DVD. So I knew I knew I already had a backstory for Star Wars and seeing the Luke and the Han Solo storyline unfold before that. It it was a good film. I'm not saying it's bad, but the original trilogy, the chronologically released trilogy is is by far my favorite out of the three. Oh yes. yeah, because it it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, but that, yeah, ham, that's a whole down. other that's a whole other uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same. It's the nostalgia feel. I grew up with it. You know, it's yeah. like you saw Phantom first, so that's where your nostalgia hits. Yeah, but I'm not going to. I'm Phantom Menace is not better than the original trilogy. I won't. I won't ever say that. What um, about nostalgia wise, though? Does it hold more nostalgia than the originals? Um. For me, no. Um, I I really, I mean, just because, like, you, you know, Phantom Menace might have been the first one that I saw in theaters, but mm-hmm. I can remember the first time I saw Return of the Jedi and I saw Empire Strikes Back, I, like, almost immediately watched them again. Like, so so those, those are the ones that have more nostalgia uh, for me because... I mean, Empire Strikes Back is just brilliant. Um, and Did you watch the movies return. in reverse order? No, Jelly. I just <laughs> said them in reverse order. Oh my goodness! Just making sure you didn't go through. You're like, yeah, he's the, he's the father. Also, wait, dude's frozen. Current. Wait, also, uh, he finds out he's a Jedi. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Empire is definitely my favorite all-time Star Wars film, and uh, it'll always be. It's got Hoth, and that battle was. Come on. Mine's still a new hope. Anyways, back on track. Back on track, guys. (laughs) The Phantom Menace was 90s content. Mike, what did you watch? What are you bringing? (laughs) So I'm bringing uh, bringing something that really is going to hit Justin hard. It's not going to hit you hard, Jelly. (laughs) Oh, I know what it is. It's a horror film. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been... uh, I've been want. I've even I've even texted with uh, Justin about this for you know in recent memory. Um, just this past month, I was like, I've been wanting to watch the Scream movies. Been wanting to watch the Scream movies, and uh, I've been wanting to buy them on Blu-ray and you know collect them and stuff like that. But uh, I haven't gotten around to that. But uh, lo and behold, I was looking through um, when I was trying to decide what '90s content to watch for this podcast. I was going through some of the horror films that are on HBO Max, um, and so I was on there and. Scream. The original trilogy is there, so I watched the first Scream. Um, and man, just just it's been so long since I watched it, but I never forgot how good it was. Right? Oh yeah. Like it is, it is one of it brought horror back. Really, um, it really brought horror back because you have those years. Um, everybody listening, if you don't know. Horror films are my favorite genre. Same with Justin as well. Uh, We love horror films. And from like the mid 80s to like up till Scream is like a dark period in horror film history. It's like, it's not good. There's a lot of sequels (laughs) that just didn't do justice. No original idea. 
it, it, it Scream did bring it back for the slasher. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and that's, that's where Justin and I like, like we do like the poltergeist stuff. We do like, we do like the, you know, uh, supernatural type things in horror films, but like, that's, that's where Justin and I really bonded, uh, you know, as friends growing up was the slasher films. We love the slasher films. His favorite is Freddie. Mine is Michael Myers. Um, but scream than the other, we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael's better. Uh, Scream uh, bring, brings it brings it all together and brings horror films back to where they're you know, in my opinion, where they were supposed to be. Um, and uh, the 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 brilliance of Scream is that it that it's a horror film that 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 does not shy away from what it is. You know, it like it understands that it's a horror film and it plays with the tropes of horror films, too. I mean, there's even a section where one of the main characters is talking about the rules of horror films like uh, the first and the first rule of horror films. If you want to survive is to not have sex, <laughs> you know, yep. that type of thing. That, it's those. it's like just Friday the 13th time. That's, that's oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it, I mean, just it's it's so scream itself was just is such a fun movie um fun horror film that 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 makes fun of itself um and it does it brilliantly um and then like you know i was just i was just thinking about all the horror references that you see there just like with the trivia at the very beginning uh, with drew barrymore's character um and then you see you see one of the janitors uh hearkening to uh, nightmare on elm street you see one of the janitors in a uh freddy outfit basically um from the from the elm street uh, series and and the best part about scream is that you never know uh, unless you've seen it before but you never know who the killer is um yeah. and it's like it's such a good mystery behind the horror um and it, it brought back slasher films and i love slasher films and it's jelly's favorite movie of all time um <laughs> obviously you can just hear how much i'm contributing to this part of the conversation i uh totally love this movie uh 100 percent. have you have you seen it though jelly I, yeah, I have seen it. Uh, obviously, Ooh, I've, I've seen. I think I've seen all the Scream movies. Uh, there's three, I believe. Mm-hmm. Unless there's a new there, one. There there's is a new four. one. I haven't. There is. Four, is there? But, okay. Yeah. Well, I've seen up to Scream three. Uh, yeah, they're. I mean, they're good movies. I. I don't. It's not that I hate horror film. It's just that I generally don't get anything out of them when no. I'm watching a horror film. They they don't do anything for me most of the time. You can guess what's going to happen. So I either don't get the jump scares because I already know what's coming or I can guess the plot because it's too easy. Uh, Scream is a good one. Uh, you're right. I think I like the older ones better. Uh, things like The Shining, where it's more mental thriller style horrors uh, are better for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Scream is fine. I mean, and then we've talked a lot about on our other podcasts, but I freaking love Matthew Lillard. So, <laughs> uh, Justin, what do you got on Scream? Uh, I agree. Uh, it's one of the um, first horror movies that I really got into the the trilogy, the original trilogy. Uh, that was an unknown killer. Uh, it was fear of the unknown within the cast because mm-hmm. you get Freddy. It's a person, Freddy. There he is. You know who he is. Mike Myers. It's a person. Jason. It's a person. This is really the fear of the unknown during all of the situations. No one knew who the killer was. So it's kind of a mystery and also a murder at the same time, but with yeah. slasher elements, which really yeah, the rejuvenated mm-hmm. the horror genre. 
Yeah. And comedy. No, it really did. The comedy in it helped lift it for me. No, yeah, there, and that's true. Um, and that, and that's why you have movies like Scary Movie that are almost solely based on Scream, like because yeah, it was just a because parody film for the yeah. horror genre based on the movie exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Which um, and Scream, uh, Scream is just brilliant in the way that it plays with its tropes, um, with horror film tropes and and just how horror films go. Um, and plus I, I love Scream because of its, uh, it, it sort of has this Halloween is my favorite, uh, horror film of all time. My favorite, one of my favorite movies and Scream has just this almost, um, uh, what's the word? Awe of Halloween, uh, specifically like mm-hmm. it just, it just, it, pl- the script plays to, um, how good of a film Halloween was. And I think, I think just the, um, you see some of the DNA of Halloween in Scream, and it just makes it makes it so much. It, it makes it one of my top five uh, horror films. So now, don't judge me here. Halloween's Mike Myers, right? Yeah. Okay. The groovy baby, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Myers. <laughs> Different Mike. What? <laughs> Party on, Garth. <laughs> yes. Not the same. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Um, so uh, with that being said, we're going to move on to our next segment. Uh, we are going to talk about the current content that we have been consuming. I don't know what the title of this uh, segment is, but we're going to be talking about uh, some of the things that we've uh, been watching, reading, um, maybe even playing. It uh, doesn't matter. Whatever you want to talk about, uh, just uh, one, maybe two things. We're going we're gonna to talk about it. We're going to bring it up. Uh, so Jelly, why don't we start with you? Uh, content that I'm currently ingesting, uh, the boys on Amazon prime. It is, uh, I mean, we're all kind of big superhero fans and a bit nerdy about superheroes. It is the, what would happen if superheroes were real people? And it's a great, uh, it's a great show. I mean, it's super inappropriate. It is absolutely not family friendly. It is MA, R, 17 plus, whatever you want to call it. Very inappropriate. But The Boys is fantastic. It's a fantastic superhero show. Uh, making fun of and making almost light of the fact that people with superpowers can get away with doing terrible things without having consequences. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've been enjoying that. Man, the boys is boys is one of those that I really, um, I really want to get into. I've heard that it has, that it's really good. Um, most, do you and you recommend the it? Wife, yeah, the wife probably won't enjoy it. I'll yeah, it's this there. would this would be a I'm on my headphones watching it on my you know phone, <laughs> not yes. really with people around. <laughs> it is it is one of those shows, but it is super good. It's I I binged. The first season is eight episodes and I finished seven and I finished seven episodes over two or three days. So, okay. Very good. Binge worthy. They have season two out already. Uh, so that'll be next, but first I need to watch episode eight, the finale of season one, which is, I've heard really good. And, uh, (laughs) my coworkers have already watched it and they're like, you need to watch it. You need to watch it. I was like, okay, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Sure. <laughs> and so I started watching it and they were like, it's good, right? And I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's like really good. good. I was like, yeah, it's really good. It's really good. It. <laughs> and uh, I went to watch uh, episode eight on my phone and my phone kept uh, having an error doing playback. Ooh. And I was like, dang it. And then my coworker was like, wait, is that the finale? He's all, watch it on the TV. And I was like, 
okay. So you'll you'll enjoy it on the TV. So <laughs> I now have to find a time when my wife doesn't want to watch something with me and my kids are asleep. So I can I can kind of shoehorn the forty five minute episode into uh, my schedule so I can enjoy it on my big screen. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Anything else you want to bring up? What you've been doing? Um, you know, the other thing is Ready Player Two, which I have referenced way too many times in the other podcast. <laughs> but oh my gosh, are those <laughs> books so good? Uh, yeah, so I finished Ready Player Two, which you finished before me, and you were hounding me to finish, which I finally did. Yes, <laughs> uh, bro, it is so good, so amazing. Uh, I, I'm afraid we won't get any more because they kind of tied a nice bow on it and let it be, but I want more. It did say to be continued at the end, uh, potentially. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. (laughs) We'll we'll see. They they wrapped it up super nice. I'll be honest. I don't know what they would do, uh, what he would do with the story. Um, and, uh, no you know, I was reading the, I was reading the acknowledgements at the end, uh, you know, his, his like letter, um, Ernest and it's just, Klein. yeah, yeah. And, and I think it's so cool that he has, you know, that he has like people around him helping him write this book that he has, like, he has employees that are doing research for him, um, and everything. Absolutely. Oh, with yeah. the, with the amount that they threw in the first and second book for cultural references oh yeah to certain things and how detailed and detail oriented his writing mm-hmm. is for specifically those uh genres and those decades in the era like you you no one's a big enough fan to know everything that he's put into those books no one's a big enough fan and like the books are written about a guy who was the big enough fan who made his life about those things yeah but that's not realistic. So yeah, mm-hmm. you know he's got a great a great group of employees and friends and family and probably all of those combined helping yeah. him get all this information together mm-hmm. to deliver what is yeah undoubtedly one of the best book series that I've read. Uh, read. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Justin, what have you been watching, reading, whatever you want to talk about? Um, lately, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever. I know Mike has seen Carrie, uh, the movie Carrie. Um, Jelly, you've seen Carrie? Uh, I've seen part of it. I did not watch all of it because that's never not my... <laughs> ever watch the old one and then the remake back to back. Because like, okay. right when the climax happened, it was just like I couldn't do anything about it. It just turned red. Like <laughs> <laughs> you dyed your hair is... red? Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, it I watched the so uh, well you can't even you. <laughs> can't even see it. <laughs> like you're bald right now. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, but uh, other than watching Carrie, uh, I uh, I've been getting Isabel, my daughter, into uh, games. Trying to, uh, we've been playing Angry Birds together. Nice, which she is enjoying. And for some reason, I guess I've lost my touch because she gets more three stars than I do. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I must not be very good. Other than that, I. I've gotten back into Apex, which I took a two-month break, as you know. Yeah, uh, and I'm, I'm, I feel like it's riding a bike. I'm, I'm back on the game uh, and enjoying. There Just you in go. time for season eight. Yes. <laughs> Just in time. Dropping yeah. in a couple of days. 
Yeah, if I'm you if you that. guys don't know us and you're listening or watching, this is the squad right here. <laughs> like, you know, these are the, the two squad. these are the two that I'm always trying to play Apex with, you know. I'll throw a couple other friends in that in the group as well, but you know, uh, usually we're we're the squad. <laughs> we you guys ready to run it? No, we by the way, good together. We have good flow. Yeah, yeah, we play uh, well yeah. together. Last time we had what three in a row. Yeah, we did a three in a row last time we yeah. played. Yeah. All right, that's good. Um, so, any anything else you want to bring up, Justin? Uh, just you know, being a single dad, doing the best I can, you know, and playing games <laughs> and working. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's a, a hard existence man <laughs> lots of work lots and lots of work mm-hmm. all right so i um i've been watching watchmen uh the hbo series um and i'm only uh three episodes in a little bit into episode four um and it, it's super good um it's really good uh, i i Love the themes uh, that really started off, you know, and uh, basically, if you don't know the premise of the show, uh, there were a bunch of uh, superheroes that are back in the day. They have now since retired. Mm-hmm. Dr. Manhattan is, quote unquote, um, he's not missing, uh, but he is, he's, he's almost, he, he's not there. People, know, people know that he's around, but he's not, sh- he hasn't shown his face yet. Um, and you're kind of following like new, uh, new protagonists. Um, and, uh, you know, and then come, come episode three or episode four, I believe, uh, some of the old protagonists start to weave their way into the story, uh, with, with the new protagonists and everything that they're, that they're doing. And, um, it's really, it's, it's a really, really good commentary on, uh, just, uh, racism and just, uh, current themes in our world. And so I, it's such a, such a powerful show. If you have the means to subscribe to HBO max, I definitely recommend it, uh, watching, uh, Watchmen because, uh, it, it really does, really does, uh, show, you know, good, uh, social commentary on, on what's happening in our world right now. Um, and so, uh, that's, that's one of my recommendations for anybody to watch really. Um, and what's cool about it is that it, weaves into a superhero a a vigilante story which um i'm all for so uh watchman it's really good definitely watch it um and then uh secondly um i've been been reading lord of the rings the fellowship of the ring um great series great yes um fantastic so i actually actually brought my book copy here and i'm less than 100 pages away Um, Mm -hmm. i'm almost done so and uh, you've, I, I think in another podcast, maybe, uh, or just whoever's listening may have heard me say before that I never got into Fellowship of the Ring because the the beginning is so hard to get through yeah. for me, man. Yeah. Just like Tolkien's it. writing is just so in depth and almost too much. Like, bro, this this book could be half of, of what you wrote. It's um, a masterpiece. You need that, you need that good stuff. <laughs> what'd you say justin you, you need that backstory and good stuff uh it really sets the mood for what they're giving up to go across board or to go across this entire adventure yeah no and and i agree with you um i could i could deal with a little less fluff uh but it, the good news is as you guys could see as you guys could see i got past all the fluff and started not to ap- started to appreciate the fluff um and um and all the all the fluff uh turned out to be really good so um yeah 
<laughs> I'm really I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, <laughs> I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm currently, uh, you know, I'm I'm glad that I pushed through. Glad that I was able to uh, get to where I am now. Um, and honestly, I'm I'm very happy about my, you know, consumption of media recently because I've I've really been focused on reading. Um, like. Mm-hmm. Jelly and Justin, you guys both know that I went from a book of I went from a book in the Avatar: Last Airbender, uh, you know, uh, series. You know, the Rise of Kyoshi was called. Um, haven't yeah. read the sequel yet, but I went from that straight into Ready Player Two, and then straight into this. I've been on a reading kick, and it's been it's been amazing. So, um, really for looking brain, forward to good it for your soul. Yeah. So after Fellowship, I'm going to be finishing The Shining because I'm in the middle of that. Um, and then after The Shining, I think I'm going to go uh, straight into Two Towers So, um, and finish this trilogy. So, two Towers so, yeah. is a good one. Yeah, I, Two Towers is my favorite movie. Um, I Return, the, Return of the King is, is really good, uh, but uh, I really enjoyed Two Towers uh, over, you know, overall in the movie trilogy. Movie-wise? Yeah. Sure. It's probably the best movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would movie say movie-wise, wise, yes. Book-wise, mm-hmm. no. Book-wise, Return is yeah. the best? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. So, like so, some would say Fellowship, but um, so far with all the fluff that you know, I see, hopefully... Uh, uh, <sighs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just killing Jelly. If you're watching the video version, uh, guys, he is, he, he's got ants in his pants every time well, I say the word fluff. At, at least you're not talking about <laughs> Harry Potter with fluff. You're talking about Lord of the Rings. There's a big difference there. Well, Harry Potter doesn't really have flush, fluff, flush, fluff. (laughs) Harry Potter has more fluff than Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Baloney. Fluff is is unnecessary stuff, and Harry Potter has unnecessary stuff. Lord of the Rings, every single bit of what he wrote is necessary for the story, for you to understand the gravity of the situation they're getting themselves into as they go from Hobbington all the way over across the entire of Middle Earth. Mm Mm-hmm. To the Blacklands of Mordor. Jelly. As someone who's read them all. Jelly. Yes, I agree. You're wrong. (laughs) Gandalf has a whole paragraph and he's literally making one point. He does not need a whole paragraph to make one point. (laughs) No, he doesn't. There's fluff in the story. You should try reading the Silmarillion. Oh, at least I go. Good. I, I was going to say, uh, just because Gandalf can articulate and be wise and come to a point over a paragraph does not make it any less beneficial than, say, like Master Yoda saying two lines that are very wise. Gandalf is a Backwards. very wise person. I would, I would, uh, I, I enjoy his wisdom, but he can say his point in two sentences versus a whole paragraph. Maybe, maybe there was more to that point, and you just missed some of it. No, there. In some of the cases, there isn't, and you know it. You know it. Although you appreciate it, you know it that he could have gotten his point across two sentences earlier. All right, nope. that's enough. Next segment. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Fell I, I, I think my notes. The details are necessary. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. So, uh, everybody listening, once again, thank you. Uh, we are going to be going into trivia, but first, um, we want to give you a sneak peek into our new segment that will come next episode. There are a lot of things that get rebooted, um, and the 90s is no question. So, uh, our plan is to create a segment called The 90s Now, uh, and we will be discussing uh, IPs, uh, intellectual properties, jelly. You know what that means now. We'll be discussing <laughs> <do>. IPs. Uh, <laughs> we'll be I go discussing. To the urination station. 
we'll be discussing 90s uh, properties that have been revitalized and remade basically in the now. Um, now we might not we might not have uh, you know this segment every single week because uh, there's some things that we just don't want to cover. Um, but like for example, they just uh, did a new uh, Walker uh, series based on like Walker Texas Rangers. So we're probably going to be watching maybe that a little bit and talking Loosely. about it. Loose, yeah, loosely, but still related. Um, we're going to be talking about that a little bit in the 90s now segment. So stay tuned for that. We'll get that uh, out in the next episode. And uh, once again, it won't be a segment that is every single week, uh, every single time we record, but uh, we'll we'll get that uh, we'll get that out. We're really excited for that um, that uh, segment. So with that being said, now we're going to go into trivia. Um, and like I said, like we said in our update episode, we're going to we're going to try to make a game out of it, a contest. Uh, whoever gets the uh, most trivia wins, quote unquote, uh, at the end will maybe get a trophy. I don't know. Maybe we'll make something. <laughs> but uh, Jelly. Yeah, we're, making a, we're making some sort of trophy. <laughs> Jelly is the trivia. Um, he's going to cover the answers so that he's able to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And all three of us are going to try to guess. All right. Let me. All right. Okay. We have. Total number of individual adamantium claws that Wolverine has, plus the number of swords Deadpool has. Okay, so total number of claws and then total number of swords? Yeah. Okay. Simple addition here, if you know how many claws he has and how many swords Deadpool has. I'm going to say eight. Um. I was going to go with 9 or 10 because there was multiple swords back in the animated series. So I, I I'm going to go with I'm going to go with 10. I'm also going with 8 because it should be 3 3 and 2, I think. That's my unless, that's my assumption. Unless Deadpool had more swords. <laughs> I mean, Deadpool is a lot. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe he he had the two on his back for sure. Did he have a hip one? I don't know. Or like a behind the back little thing. I don't know. Oh. All right. What's the answer? Are we, are we ready? Yep. I haven't seen it yet. Eight. Six eight. plus two equals eight. Oh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> All right. So since uh, in our first episode, our update episode of the 90s first show, uh, Jelly gave me an impossible question to answer. Uh, <laughs> Jelly has it was one a point. Pop culture question. <laughs> I have one point, and Justin, you have zero. So uh, next time you're on the show, uh, you, you kind of got to get on the board. <laughs> All right. Putting this one reversed in the back because it has another question that we'll get to later. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Uh, Jelly, you know, I just thought of this on the spot. Since you've been listening to some 90s music, can you offer a recommendation of some 90s music for our listeners to uh, listen to? Uh, absolutely. Uh, the number one song that I'm going to recommend today is What is Love by Hathaway. <laughs> just let that start your day every day until next time you listen to us. And I can guarantee you'll have a better day than you would have if you hadn't started your day with Hadaway. What is love? <laughs> what is love? Justin, where can we find you? Uh, is there, do you want people following you or? Yeah, I'm, um, I'm on everything as rubber duck 2500. So uh, feel free to find me. <laughs> 
So if uh, yeah, if you want to go follow Justin, uh, just, Justin will probably be on the show every once in a while uh, for sure. It was good having you, man. Uh, thanks Definitely. for jumping on. Definitely, it's been too long. <laughs> it's been too long, Jelly. We'll talk to you later. I mean, I'll be here. Uh, <laughs> all right, Copyright don't strike. don't don't play that, dude. <laughs> it's fine. They can't hit us for that. It's, it was too short. <laughs> all right everybody thank you for listening we'll see you in two weeks time my name is mike that's jelly that is justin bye see you later dudes